You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to the final episode of the year of Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Happy Monday. And I guess uh, the rest of 2022. Yeah. I mean, what we've still got, or everybody listening still got Christmas to look forward to. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hanukkah started today. So if that's your bag. And then the new year. Yeah. So... I hope everyone has... Here's the kickoff. mm -hmm, (laughs) Enjoy your holidays, whatever you celebrate. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know all the the celebrations, because I'm sure there are Happy December. Yeah. However you spend it. Yeah. Happy holidays. It's not a bad thing to say. I know some people are like, you gotta say Merry Christmas. What does it mean this happy holiday? Who cares? Everyone celebrates whatever. It's all arbitrary it doesn't matter there's plenty of us who just like would like to wipe them off the map altogether nobody cares about our feelings so yeah that's you true know what? <laughs> i wish you wouldn't tell me anything at all mm. how's that how about that you know? yeah yeah i don't know i mean i like i've i've tried to understand how i feel about this time of year now mm-hmm. i don't care if i get a gift i don't care if i get anything from anybody and and if you want to do that fantastic i'll take it you know but i just i like the the concept i think that's what i enjoy you know i would like Like the idea of the holiday yeah you know where you get together with family and and you just hang out and you just enjoy each other's time like for for me that's where i'm kind of at now Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with that, and and I kind of hope that you know over time other people will just kind of fall in line. And but you know if you want to be commercial about it and, and all about your your gifts and whatnot, sure, go mm-hmm. go for it. But go I just that. I don't know, just waking up in the morning and and watching my kid open her presents, you know that makes her happy. That makes me happy. Do I need anything? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want anything. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got enough of my own stuff. You know what I mean? If I want it, yeah, I'll go get like it. Yeah, it's like you've reached the age when there was something you wanted, you just go get it. Mm-hmm. And you know? So it's this but, time of year, I'm like, I don't know what to get me. I, I, I refill my life as I need it. And even to the effect of, of gifts, if I guess where I'm at with gifts is I, if, if you see something and, and you think of me immediately and say, that person needs that gift, then yes. I will absolutely 100% love something like that because you thought of me and that was your your instinct and you mm-hmm. had to get it for me. Fantastic. You know, that 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 probably means more to me because of that that moment where you had that thought and you said I have to get that for this person because mm-hmm. I thought of them in this very moment. Yeah. That that means a lot because there was something about it that clicked. But um yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. 
I like I like you know the, the all the snacks even though I can't shouldn't I, it's not well, that I can't yeah I was gonna say indulge once in a while I have you know? I have been because yeah. there's a lot of I don't know why I'm on this peppermint kick like I'm not a fan really of just straight peppermint you know what I mean yeah me but either. peppermint yeah. flavoring and stuff for some reason I I get a kick out of it this time of year I don't know what it is. Maybe but, it's just that feeling of holidays for you, peppermint. I, maybe as a kid, did your did your parents make a lot of peppermint snacks for Christmas? Maybe or I don't remember. Always had a peppermint in her purse for yeah. dry mouth. I don't. know. <laughs> I honestly don't don't recall anything like that growing up. Now, one thing I do remember eating a lot of as a kid, and I've I've tried to uh, come back to them today, and I honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, genuinely feel. That all of the ingredients and the things that we eat have changed, or it's just my taste buds. It's one of the two because it's just not the same. Like it doesn't hit the same way. But I used to love those little shortbread cookies with the red and green sprinkles on it, and it'd just be little Christmas cookies. I used to love Mm -hmm. them. I've tried them today, and I just, it's not the same. I just don't, it's like, eh, this is not good. (laughs) It could be both. Yeah, like I'm sure yeah. ingredients and stuff have changed to make things cheaper, so they can, you know, mm. make more money. Sure, and uh, and or your taste buds could have changed as well. Yeah, they're just they don't you know? they don't hit the same way, so it's a little disappointing, you know, because I have those fond memories of that yeah. little bag and it had all the holiday decorations on the, the bag, and mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. There's just something about the cookie and then the sprinkles, and you just. You dig around like you normally get a lot of the red ones, but I'd always dig for the green ones. It's like they were sure. rare in the bag for some weird right. reason for me. <laughs> Even though it's all the same sugar. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. There, I have a lot of fond memories of the holiday, and I think that's why I like to kind of hang on to that. But I don't I don't have any traditions that I just, mm-hmm. I have to, we have to do this. Like, I know people like watching their Christmas movies. I do sure. too, but... Do I have to watch them? Do I feel like my my holiday was uh, empty because Without I didn't your die watch? Hard. Yeah. Oh, no, don't get me started on that. We've been talking about that on our <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, that's a tradition for a lot of people, regardless of how you feel about it being a Christmas movie. It's a whatever you want it to be movie if it's a tradition for you. It's not a Christmas movie. I'm just going to say that anyway. <laughs> it uh, starts. Yeah, it starts. I'll fight. I'll fight on that. Um, no, like whatever you want, but Die Hard is exactly. not a Christmas movie. Anyway, <laughs> I do. I want to share a little uh, story because YouTube strikes again. Oh, oh, good. Yeah, I got On another. Now, I got another. Is it all bots? Do we have lots of bots? I hear all YouTubers complaining about free prize bots taking over their name in their comment section. <laughs> no, this is one of those. I got another. Sh- it's not a strike, but it was a. It was another. Are are you okay? We're worried about you, but we're also going to age video. Nope, this was the director's commentary video where I am explaining within the video. This is all make believe. I was not thinking about committing suicide at any point in time. It's all Mm. a lie, and I'm making jokes throughout the video. We don't know anymore, man. I know. And I honestly, it's a, it's a rough thing. Yeah. So I, like, and, and yeah, to, to be fair, don't, don't think I'm, I'm minimalizing that because yeah, even this week, a, that's a difficult disease. Yeah. Even this week, I know that, uh, 
there was a guy now I don't know if a lot of people would even know who he is and it it kind of took me off guard when I saw the name trending on Twitter but yeah. uh he he went by the name of Twitch and I I can't remember his his actual name which you know apologies Right. But, yeah, I don't. I don't think that I was really uh, too aware of him ahead of time. I believe I've seen him before, but it wasn't. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I, I knew him from like he was a personality on the uh, was it Ellen's Game of Games. That's what I was reading. Yeah. yeah, that he did a lot on Ellen's show. Like I, I remember seeing him on that, and and it was like, oh, you know, he always seemed like a really cool guy. Seemed like he was positive, upbeat, and. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he committed suicide at 40 and this disease is awful. Yeah. You I don't... mean, it's just it's terrible. Yeah. You don't know what anyone's going through. And and I hate it because we've lost quite a few this year to this yeah. very thing. Yeah. And again, I, I'm not trying to minimize anything by saying that I got stricken by YouTube because honestly, I feel like it was their algorithm seeing the title. Or just seeing the name, Probably. the word "suicide" in it, even though it says "suicide story," director's commentary. The 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 short film that I did is off in the corner as I'm talking about it, and it's just me mm-hmm. talking about it. And I I made it for that explicit reason to say, "Do not worry about me." This was yeah. me in in some kind of artistic phase where I was trying to be, you know, edgy kid yeah, the edgy, you know, indie filmmaker. Look at what I'm doing. Look at look at right. the edgy content. I look back on those years and man, just the <laughs> pretentious attitude. Because yeah. I thought I knew everything. Oh, uh, or, we always do when we're a kid. It's hilarious. The least amount of life lived, and we're like, ugh, mm-hmm. nobody gets it. We've like, got it figured out in our 20 years we've lived here. <laughs> it's like, I, I've watched um, Jim Jarmusch's Coffee and Cigarettes, and I've also watched David Lynch's <laughs> Eraserhead. I know film. <laughs> <laughs> and even today, I watch. Eraserhead going, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I'll watch no. it again. It's weird, yeah. weird-ass movie. Because we're if you... told it's important or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure there are deeper subtexts in there that I have picked up on, but I could not tell you for the life of me <laughs> what right. it is. It's just a bizarre movie. Yeah. But at the time, I thought, you know, look what he's doing. He's doing a movie where no one can understand what's going on, and that's art, baby. Yeah. 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 So that was that time of my life. And did it pay off? No. But I did it anyway because I was trying stuff. I was trying yeah. it out. I was trying to be a filmmaker. It's experience was, still yeah. nonetheless. And that's how I look, look at it. And yeah. pretty sure in that commentary, I pointed out a lot of the things that I'm talking about right now. And I highly recommend watching those commentaries because I did it for all my short films back in 2004. I know this sounds like promotion, but I'm just saying I think it's fun. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a way for even for myself to kind of go back and listen to my nonsense and just be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it seems on point because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know what I said back then. That was a few years ago. I don't remember yesterday. <laughs> right. It's like, once you start getting past a week, I've lost all. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long anything is anymore. Um, what have you been playing? Ooh, this week I got into Griftlands. Okay. It's another RPG. Um, so I guess kind of think like, did you ever play the original Dragon Age? No, I only oh, played, okay. what was it? Inquisition. So even the that, newest one. I yeah. Guess, and I didn't even finish it. So 
Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's fair because the first one really is Bay. That's the, mm. that's the best one, and the rest we you know we take as we can. Yeah. I pretend two doesn't exist, but anyway, the first one it cut. So Grifflands, my point was, it kind of plays like that, where when you're um, off on the map and you're going to and from, like random events could happen. Role playing game, mm. you know that you can collect other people to help you along the way, or you know maybe new weapons or something to that effect. Um, but the combat you're gonna not be surprised here mm-hmm. is more of like the card based kind of combat. But what I think was funny about this one, you're playing kind of like a, a, a Merc in the grift lands. Mm-hmm. Um, there's three different characters that you can unlock um, after you've played like the first one, finished one story. Looks like there's different prestige levels yet. I haven't quite figured out if it's all just going to make it harder each run or if there's something new that'll actually happen each run. Um but yeah, so like you're just a merc in the Griff lands, depending on which story, you're all kind of still like a grifter for hire or whatever. And then you could choose which side you might want to work with or the different people along the way. And you get different perks, of course, depending on who likes you or, mm-hmm. you know, different things to that nature. But what I thought was cute was that you'll even have debates like intimidation and it'll be kind of the same way where you have to battle at your um, argument, which I <laughs> thought was kind of adorable because I'll even throw up like sub arguments or, you know, uh, straw man arguments or something that mm-hmm. they have to attack before they can attack my main argument. It, I, I just thought it was kind of fun. Sure. The fact that, you know, all my what about isms, if you will, oh, you got to attack all these two because I'm confused and you have, ah, you know. And you can either intimidate them or just be diplomatic about it, depending on how you want to stack your deck and play the thing. But I thought that was kind of cute, too, that I can kind of intimidate or wear them down before a battle Mm -hmm. if I win. Sure. You know, if I don't, well, then, you know, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I've gotten really into that this week because the randomness of it, too, has kind of kept it a little bit more interesting. It does have permadeath. Mm. I mean, you can turn it off if you want to just do story or whatever. Um, where you can at least start a day over. But no, nope. if I die, then just that, that runs over and then you start a new run. Um, but I, yeah, enough randomness of it that as I'm traveling around, new things will still be popping up for me um, where you think I would just want to skip through real fast, get past the part that I think I've already done, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no, might be some new random ones in there that I hadn't seen. So um, I've definitely been getting into those types of games lately. Mm-hmm. But you- uh, yeah, Griftlands. I unlocked the third character last night. I just haven't played him yet. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, so far I've just been, um, you know, a grifter merc. And then the other one's a spy mm-hmm. that I was playing. And uh, oof, oof. You can like choose sides, but mm-hmm. it'll make it easy, man. Neither side's really that great. So I think you just have to suck it up. You're like, here, she's not a good person. <laughs> You just got to lean into it. I don't think there's like really good choices you can make when you're, you know, a Merc for hire in the Griff lands. Right. Probably. You're just needing to make that money or shills. Sorry, it's sure. shills in the game. I got to make my shills. <laughs> shills, shills, y'all, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but outside of that, that was pretty much it because I also had to do, you know, the adult stuff this week and get the Christmas shopping done. Right, blah, blah, right. Blah. So my extra free time, I actually uh, did did that man alive (laughs) yeah i know that's like a whole to do anymore Mm. but 
It is what it is. How about you? What have you sure. been playing? Well, we're going to be talking about one of the games later, but uh, obviously I've been talking or playing, not talking, playing oh. Moonlighter still. Okay. I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, probably like at the last area, last section of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing the farther you get into the game because early on you feel like you're struggling to make money. You're struggling to to get all your your armor upgraded. But once you mm-hmm. start finding that that rhythm, you can start making bank no time at all. Like as soon as I crossed a million dollar threshold, I was like, yeah, oh yeah, I'm owning this town. Who am I? So it was just a matter of getting all my gear up and and kind of learning a um, pacing to it because mm-hmm. I think I would get a little ahead of myself at first trying to see how far I would go uh, before because you've got like the three dungeons and then you get to the, the final boss of the dungeon. And I had to learn at some point, go as far as you can, get what you can, and then just come out. Mm-hmm. And then go back later. Don't worry about trying to get, you know, too far because the moment I would try to just keep pushing, I would usually wind up dead because I was not prepared. Yeah. And I said, just just take what you got, go sell it, make some money, upgrade your gear, go back, and mm-hmm. then you'll you'll sort it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. And the longer I've been doing that and trying to get into that pace, uh, I've been finding new little items because you can collect. I don't know if I mentioned this in one of the last times that I I mentioned it, but you can find these eggs, you know, just randomly as you're searching and and dungeon scavenging. And the eggs will then hatch into a little buddy you can take along with you. Now, I've been trying out each one of the little buddies trying to find out which one works best for me. I know that some people, you know, you have your preference. I've got this one little buddy that I've, as soon as I used him, I was like, I like this one. And I would try out some of the others, and I don't know, they just didn't feel like they were helping like this one was. This one's a little, got a little helicopter on its head, and it'll go and attack all the other enemies. So if I'm Mm -hmm. far away from it, it'll go take care of something. So even if it was like a real small enemy, it could be strong enough to just kind of kill it real quick. So it it takes Mm -hmm. care of it, and I don't have to worry about it, and I can focus on something bigger. And if there's nothing else on the map, it'll, you know, hone in on that last one and just go after it. So it's like an extra hand. Furthermore, since it's a little helicopter, it's got little, you know, grips on its on the bottom. And if there's an item out of reach, it'll go grab it and bring it to me. And sometimes it could be in an area where there's lava or electric or electric water, some mm-hmm. you know, stuff areas that I can't touch. And it'll just it'll go pick it up and bring it to me. And I'm like, thank you, buddy. You're such nice. a you're such a nice little pal. Yeah. Good little pet. And I don't know if there's a better one than that, but so far he's been a he's been a loyal little buddy. So I like him. But there you go. I've got my shop. My shop is now an emporium. It's Ooh. it's got all the room in the world. I still have not paid my assistant for any work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, my money. I'm I'm being and there's apparently I've and also he's still show it up. Yeah, they I mean they they walk around. I don't think I've Okay, I, I will say this. One time they stopped a shoplifter. So I appreciate that. Oh. Yeah. I think I would have let them take it if you were my boss from the sounds of things. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't get paid at all. So you just take whatever. True. I put myself in harm's way. <laughs> 
hey, I'm not not paying them out of any. I mean, if I'm paying them in some form, like if they're getting a cut of something, then great. But I'm not giving them 30 percent of my profits. I mean, I need that money. Now, granted, at this point, maybe I don't. But, you know, I'm just I mean, saying. eventually your children will want for nothing and you're going to have to keep passing that generational wealth down so this that they true. can be little shits for the rest of us. <laughs> this, exactly. Yeah, exactly. see, I know how this game works. <laughs> and this is a game that I think I would have attempted, uh, you know, the platinum on at one point, but now Not I'm just... Far. Well, no, I just, there are little things that I'm just like, I don't want to do that. Like, I, there was one in particular, it was like, kill the final boss with a broom. And a broom is like yeah. one of your first weapons that you have. So, I mean, it, it does well, but, eh, you know, I sold it as soon as I saw it. And I was like, I don't, I don't need this. I, I got a, I got a sword now. I got a spear. Can you just go buy a broom real fast? I can the shop or something, and then go beat dude, and then yeah, there there is another guy who is in the town who like upcharges everything that I sell. So if you need something, like if you really really need an item yeah. to to upgrade your stuff, he's like, well, I have this, but if you want to buy it, he's like, fuck you, convenience fee. Yeah, so he he was selling the broom, and I've already beaten most of the enemies, so I don't know. I don't think there's a way to go back and fight them. So I think I've missed those trophies and I'm not going to go uh, back and do that. Yeah, no. So I, I don't I don't need it. I don't need I, it. I like never even look yeah. at um, <laughs> achievements. So when I hear you like, I'm so close to platinum, I'm like, how do you even know? I mean, you it just... You go out of your way to look because I do. They are, huh? I do. Okay. It just depends on what it is. Now, I did, now that you mentioned it, and I, let me see if I can find it because I may have deleted the uh, the email but i got my you know because every year we all get these uh your end of the year whatever the fuck and whatnot so i got my playstation end of the year oh yeah where they're like what you did this year and it's like thanks for reminding me yeah Yeah. so here's my wrap-up i was a little surprised because i felt like after i looked at it i was like did i just not play a lot this year because i felt like i did but maybe I just didn't play a lot in the sense of uh, a variety of games. Let's just let's uh, put it that way. Yeah. So, according to this stats, in 2022, and this sounds out, I mean, absolutely ridiculous when I think of all the time I didn't play games. So, if I was playing games in the time that I wanted to play games, holy shit, I would have had so much way more. more. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I played 546 hours. And this was for the whole year. For the whole year, this is twenty-four more hours than last year. Don't know how that's possible, and five percent more play time. Now, five hundred were local, forty-six were online, uh, one hundred and fifty-six total number of days. So you know that's almost a school year, and yeah. I spent no time in uh, VR. So which I I'm surprised I. Didn't realize I didn't touch yeah, my I was VR. One, I don't think I've used any of mine for a mm. bit either. Yeah. Uh, three hundred and sixty f- or three hundred and fifty-nine. Excuse me. Of those hours, were were PS5 titles, and then one hundred and eighty-eight were PS4 titles. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Let's see here. They, they. I don't know that Steam does that. Like, I was just looking now to see, and I don't see anything that tells me my year in Steam or whatever. Well, they, they put these other little things at the back end of it, which I don't understand why they do that, where it's comparing some of the bigger games, and it's like, yeah, but if it doesn't pertain to me, why do I care? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Apparently, I've only played 21 games, which... Sounds like a decent amount. My top five, and I'm going to start from five to one, uh, Marvel's Avengers, which... Okay. Th- that, you played I, it a while? Yeah, but see, that's that's where I've, I, I get so confused by it. Because I don't feel like I played it a lot. Like, I know I played it, but I guess considering it was such a small chunk of the year that I felt like, did I not play something more earlier in the year well maybe you know. because you could keep playing that one whereas maybe if you played a campaign story and you were just done and you put it down yeah true yeah. uh number four was god of war ragnarok which i okay. just went and played from beginning to end so there mm-hmm. were no bullshit moments in that i just did everything i needed to do and got out number three which i was really surprised by was lego star wars the okay. entire trilogy well, or skywalker star hunting yeah i was yeah. Number two, again, surprising that this tops that one, considering I was doing a lot of that extra stuff, was Horizon Forbidden West. Okay. Which, again... I'm, maybe that stupid try to swim for his, ate up so much time. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, keep doing story and mm-hmm. I can do this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the most played, though, which, when I think about it, it does make sense, I guess, uh, was No Man's Sky. Okay. And that's probably where the online uh, options came in. Apparently, I played 109 hours. So, yay, I guess. (laughs) Well, they keep updating it. I mean, shoot. Yeah, that's true. I think we've had quite a few still. Yeah. Uh, But apparently, my my favorite genre was Mm action-adventure. Okay. Sure. And out of my trophies, I have earned 431. And out of those trophies, 278 were bronze, 100 were silver, 48 were gold, and 5 were platinum. I feel like I'm, I'm jumping down. You know, I'm not getting, you know, I got I to do good. better. I thought it was oh, great. I got to do more. Okay. Now, it also tells me my milestones, which I feel like my latest trophy is not accurate now. I think it was the latest, the moment this dropped, which okay. was a few weeks ago. So my latest trophy was Slime Protection Service, which was in Moonlighter. I couldn't tell you what that was about. So, you know, there it is. But yeah. to see what my first trophy was is surprising. Got Idea? it back. No, my first trophy ever. Oh, okay. But it also tells you what game I was playing, the very first game I put in when I got my PlayStation 3, all that stuff. Got it in February of 2013. It was happy birthday from Heavy Rain. Interesting. So that was your very first. That is my absolute very first trophy. So, I th- yeah, I kind of found that to be interesting. I was like, yeah, but that tracks. Because I was I was intrigued by the game. I was like, okay, yeah, uh-huh. I'll try this out. Because it was something new. It was something different that I hadn't tried before. But I feel like even the very first game you would have played, whenever achievements became a thing. 
But but see, I got into the PlayStation game late because this that would have been about the time that the Wii U kind of flopped and I was I didn't have any games to play and I was like, screw this, man! I'm I'm gonna go get a PlayStation. And oh, then okay. the, I had this swath of games and I think that was actually one of the first physical games that I got because I'd heard people talk about it and said, dude, yeah. this is like an interactive movie. You got to try it. And I was like, okay. I yeah. really liked it. So did I. I get its criticisms, but I liked it. Yeah. Was it? Uh, what was the kid's name? Jason. 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 Uh, final one was PlayStation. Sean. Sean. The PlayStation Plus, I don't know why they even put this in there, because it was I was granted access via PlayStation Plus, so I got 833 oh. games at my disposal. <gasps> Did I play them? No. Uh, played like four. <laughs> apparently, I played 37 oh. hours online with PlayStation Plus. I played 66 of the monthly PlayStation Plus games added, and obviously my top multiplayer game was no man's sky okay yeah so yeah yeah it's it's interesting to gaming see the stats i mean we shared our stats for the show on discord if you wanted to come see those for all you lovely people for the the pod yeah because we got that from spotify we did did pretty well you know just seeing all the growth that was kind of nice yeah and like just the different areas uh that listen around Mm -hmm. the world was interesting as well so yeah Hi. Exactly. Hi. If Hi. I could Hi. say hello in your language, I would, but I don't. Yes. If I, I don't. Did we have. Bonjour. I think we had one from there. Konnichiwa. Uh, Japan. There we go. There we go. Was there? Probably. I'm learning Japanese, so. or at least I'm still trying. I haven't I given up on that. For a lot of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hi. Hello there. Welcome. I mean, that seems pretty universal, right? Saying yeah, hi? I, I think most probably a language is no high. Yeah. Or have heard of it at some point, unless mm. you're like super rural and doing your thing, in which case, you know, you do you. Yeah, that's true. You know. Uh, what do you got in the way of news? Because I got one little tidbit, but I want to hear what you got first. You may have covered that very same thing. Oh, who knows? Um, I think we're kind of winding down the end of the year, mm. of course. So like it's bi- the big breakout news not as much. I sure. think we're winding down. People are starting to take their vacations and their breaks and stuff. So a couple of things that I thought might be interesting to chat with you about. And one that I think you might be excited about. You've probably already seen it, knowing you, but we'll see. Um, already had like a release date for the new Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. And way sooner than I thought, if sure, I'm yeah. honest with you. I thought we had like a couple of years, maybe, if, if you know. Uh, they're saying fall of 2023. That's what I was hearing, yeah. Yeah, so. so I don't know. It just seems so quick. Or maybe I just don't understand time anymore. You know, the older I get, the faster things go. But I mean, um, to be fair, now, to be fair, if you remember, I I remember this very clearly. When we, okay. were, in, we were in Boston, our very first PAX trip, that weekend, they dropped the pre-orders for the original Spider-Man. And that would have been okay. in 2018. So that came out that year. So it's been five years. Has it really? hmm Okay. Because mm. I snatched that up that weekend. I remember that very clearly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, had, I, I probably the hubs probably did too. I don't know. That was one uh, of those I didn't have any reservations about. You know, I, I yeah. there are some sure you you kind of want to wait and see, but I just I felt strongly about it. I was like, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. This is going to be great. Be so yes, and it was. And it was. they're remaking it for PC and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So you know. Um, I'm starting to get to the point where I may not even have to worry about buying an extra console or anything. It's true. It's yeah. all the, the, the biggest reasons why, well, myself personally, the hubs would still love it. So I'm sure we would still get it. He does prefer console gaming, but yeah. like the only biggest reason why I wanted to grab a PlayStation is because they had really good exclusives that I, I wouldn't be able to play elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm personally loving that they're coming to pc yeah i won't have to if i didn't want to it's a good strategy because it's not the same as as we've pointed out numerous times yeah. console gaming and pc gaming are not the same they can be mm-hmm. but they're not and i can't wait to see i'm sure they're out there already all the mods people are going to be doing <laughs> oh, God, to this game yeah. oh yeah that's why i think i love a lot of pc gaming the most too because mm-hmm. Does it need to happen? No. But the tomfoolery is just so funny sometimes. Sure. I mean, what was it? Playing the Resident Evil 2? Yeah. And and, uh, putting like the big boss guy in a thong. Yeah. Having the thong song playing as he's chasing you. Like necessary? No. But entertaining? Come on. That's hilarious. Mm. (laughs) Who you are. And so... Speaking of Spider-Man, I don't know if you saw this or not, but this past week, we saw the first full trailer for, well, I guess it was a teaser, but it was still kind of a trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I was seeing the buzz going around with that. Yes, yes. There were a lot, because I was curious too, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't want things spoiled for me for a movie, but at the same time, when you're kind of showing me a clip, I'm a little curious, especially when you're going real fast. And there was like this hub of all the Spider-Men and you get to see all these little, I mean, so many Spider-Men. And I was like, I want, I want to see who you're kind of sliding in because they could be very, very small Easter eggs, characters you will not see in full form, but just kind of like a little Easter egg in the background. Yeah. And the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man and Miles Morales were in the background, and, and clear as day, you could see the white spider and everything. I was like, "That's awesome! That's cool!" Spider Cop. I don't know if you remember that joke in the the game. He would no. be talking to uh, the detective that he was working alongside with, and he would just Peter would start going like, "I'm Spider Cop." She's like, "Please don't do this." And he's like, "But why? I'm on the hunt for you know crime. Yeah. I'm Spider Cop." And she's like, "Just stop." And Mr. Spitter Cup. if you pay attention in the trailer, there is a Spider-Man with a, you know, cop uniform. Oh, and it's that's like, great. that's awesome. That's cool. So, yeah. I mean, it's a very minor detail that a lot of people would just be like, huh, okay. Yeah. So it's just a version of Spider-Man, whatever. But yeah. it's a deeper Easter egg for all those who know the joke. Mm-hmm. And I love that. No, you don't. So I'm kind of hoping we see a lot more little things like that because as a huge spider-man fan myself i'm gonna be eating that up you know i can't wait for this movie and Mm. just little things like that just tickle me and i'm just i'm so excited so excited it's nice to put those little details in there for you to have fun with you know what i mean because think it through enough that they'll appreciate this even if it's only a smaller group yeah and obviously they i mean you can't really 
I know you could to a point, but something like this, I feel like with animation, this is one of the reasons I love animation because you can do those little details. You can, mm. you can do all these little Easter eggs and not bog down the entire movie versus a live action. They wouldn't have been able to pull this off. No way. Yeah. So I can't wait to see. Cause okay. I got another one. I'll even mention mm. this one. Cause this one to me was a huge deep cut Easter egg that is so obscure, or at least I feel like to a lot of people would be obscure. But when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, that's, I. you know, I got excited. So there was, you see a female Spider-Man with red hair, and then you see a little girl walking beside her too, also with red hair, Spider-Man outfit. Mm-hmm. That is, they are Mary Jane and their daughter, whose name I don't think was May. Uh, there, it's a, it's another name, and I, Annie. That's what it was, Annie. Okay. And they are Spinneret and Spiderling, and this is like in an alternate universe where okay. what if you know Peter and Mary Jane were married, had a kid, and then they all became like a superhero family. And and then she was bit by the spider though, then too, right? No, she. Like, it was kind of like a genetic. How would have Mary Jane got it though? Well, they, yeah, that now that one I can't remember how the, all that story went, but He's I remember not reading. That good is he? No, 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 no. But <laughs> obviously, the daughter she got it like naturally, so she's technically sure. I could buy, I could understand that one. I guess I was just wondering how wifey poo. I'm sure there was the powder powers. It's it's been a while since I read it, so I'm I'm assuming it was. Uh, science or whatever. <laughs> sure, science. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they were just walking by. And again, it would have just been one of those things that to yeah. a casual audience member would have been like, oh, that's just, you know, variants, whatever. Okay, they're yeah. just throwing shit at the wall. No, this is these are actual characters in this alternate reality. And I always thought it was kind of oh, fun, fun. Because yeah. it gets to explore like a different, like, what if? You know, that's the, like the whole comic is all about. What if? Right. What if they were still married and they had a kid? Because I don't know if they're back together. Made me so mad. I'm going to say it now. Peter and Mary Jane are like Clark Kent and Lois Lane. They belong together. And when they broke them up, it broke my heart. Mm. So, yeah. Life is, though, sometimes. I know. But anyway, I'm going off on a rant. But yeah, I, I can't wait for that movie. And yeah, Spider-Man on PlayStation and go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I was just shocked that it was that soon. I don't know why I was thinking like 24 at least, 2024. So mm. I was like, all right, here we go. Um, I don't know. I, I, I was reading about this and it seems like maybe I'd be more interested in to hear what people's thoughts were on the next iteration if it does come to fruition. But, you know, Crystal Dynamics is making the next Lara Croft game. Mm. Uh, I was reading that Amazon Games will be its publisher, which... Okay. Yeah. I, I. So they're going to be the ones that are helping, I guess, distribute it globally. Um, I believe this is the first one since Square Enix sold off Crystal Dynamics, yes. right? So mm-hmm. um, to what, Embracer Group and all of that for the hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. or whatever. Um, so I think for me, as I'm reading through this here, like, it, are we continuing, you think, from the last Lara Croft are they going to reboot the original Lara Croft? Do we have enough to talk about with Lara Croft anymore? I don't know because that would be <laughs> hmm. That is a like... good no. That's a good question because I hadn't really thought about it. So with was it Shadow of the Tomb Raider was the last one? 
I think so. I think so. And that's it was a trilogy, right? Like they right. I mean, I guess these kinds of stories can be open ended forever, but like. But do do you reinvent it? Like, does the story continue kind of like you would do in God of War, but you reinvent the characters and the settings? Or do you just say complete reboot? Let's do it all over again in some new fashion. Maybe hue closer to the originals. I don't know. That's a good question. Which I feel like would be more fun now because there's been more distance if you feel the need to reboot a series again and again and again as we yeah. seem to do now. Um, I I feel like I would be more interested in seeing maybe something from the older ones or a continuation or a reboot of that um, as I feel like we've, we've told that other story. Mm-hmm. I could just be having my own selection bias because I'm getting a little tired of constantly rebooting, sequeling, doing all of that kind sure. of stuff. Maybe we've just run out of ideas and us humans just have to accept that. <laughs> we've we've thought of all the things. I don't know. Like, but, I wouldn't be opposed to the story. Like, this is still the Laura Croft that we saw from the last games. But if you want to reinvent the gameplay, sure, do that. So yeah. you can still kind of have that. Maybe, maybe, you know, off in the background, you see like little Easter eggs that say point to the adventure she had and be like, huh? Eh, it's still mm-hmm. it's still part of the story, so we're just moving on from there. If you do yeah. that, sure. And then you don't have to adhere to all that stuff and say, well, it's going to be the same gameplay. It doesn't need to be that. It doesn't matter. Well, I yeah, I guess I would have to see how they would redo it. Because, um, yeah. I don't know, I guess like with Lara Croft, Uncharted, a bunch of those, they're all kind of the same game to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like the same game. It's an adventure. It's an action. We're doing crazy, unhuman things. But, you know, for the sake of being a video game, I don't know. Uh, I guess I was just curious to see what you think. I don't know, siblings. Are you even excited for another Laura Croft? Would you hope it would be a continuation of what we were just wrapping up? Mm -hmm. Do you want it to be a wholly new thing? Now that you're talking about it now, I mean, I kind of want to go and... I don't know if I want to revisit that one or not. <laughs> but you, you said Uncharted, and I'm sitting there going, man, this is a really good game and a really fun story. They are. I really want they to go are. back and replay those. Huh. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well, we'll see. I don't know. So this one is definitely going to be in the new Unreal Engine 5. So I'm assuming it's going to look super nice. Mm-hmm. Play hmm. like butter. I don't know. This the, These new engines are really interesting to me. Yeah. Like, I, I, I would love... Well, I think we've talked about this. I want to talk to a developer who's done all the things. I want to see just, like, how much easier it's made their lives. Sure, yeah. You know? Because, like, these, especially that this last one with... I don't know. Did I talk about this last week or the week before? Maybe in a side conversation with you where they were showing how they were putting in trees in the engine and stuff. And are uh, in the new Unreal Engine, mm-hmm. and that it could just drop like a fully rendered all the way around with that new nanite technology and everything too for the lighting with the yeah, shadows and yeah. everything. So it's no longer just looks like cardboard cut out of trees in the background until mm-hmm. you get closer. Like they're all just rendered trees that you yeah. just plop in your game. And I'm like, uh, to me, that just seems like we've made it so much easier, or they have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it, but to. You know, you're not having to code a tree. Sure. Maybe the lawsuits over trees will stop. Perhaps. Nobody created anything, right? I don't know. Or does that make you sad 
because everyone's going to have kind of maybe more of a cookie cutout kind of landscape. I don't know. I, I, I'm not good enough with all of the different bells and whistles you can do on these engines. But Well, I mean, for something like that, I mean, it does make it should. Let me rephrase that. It should make game development easier, should make mm-hmm. it faster because we yeah. don't have to worry about trying to render some like you said some tree one little tree just to make it work so if we can just drop it in because i mean think about it something like should go back to spider-man for a minute so all of new york to be as specific as possible to create new york i understand that certain buildings are going to need their own you know uh design because, I mean, nothing looks like the Chrysler building, nothing looks like the Empire State building, so they have mm-hmm. to have their own thing. But for trees, if you're plopping in trees, Central Park, right. there you go. You got a bunch of trees. They all, you don't need a special tree. Yeah, you so, wouldn't have to, like, redo the entirety of it, which is why you build engines in the first place, right? Right. <laughs> so that it's easier for you to create your games moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, or one of. So, all right, we'll see. I think I would, if we're going to redo it again, I think I'd be more interested in seeing something from like the older ones. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've tied up her story nice and neat. I personally, I know we can always pull at threads to keep things going, you know, right. as long as we need to, because those kinds of games, I think, could be open ended like that. You're mm-hmm. just putting them in a new adventure and off you go, which is fine. Yeah. You know, that's fine. That's a, also a, a formula. Um, This I wanted to talk to you about for sure, because, like, I don't know what this would even or how entertaining this would even be. I don't know. Uh, But I don't know if you saw the interview or, well, the the article uh, that they're actually talking about doing a Death Stranding movie, a Death Stranding film. I don't think Uh, I saw that. (laughs) I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. But. Uh, Hideo Kojima's production company is apparently partnered with uh, Hammerstone Studios, which um, Alex Labovici, I can't say things, that guy. (laughs) Apparently, um, the studios that produced Barbarian, which I keep meaning to see, actually. Um, But uh, yeah, so it's not clear yet who would be writing and directing the picture, Mm -hmm. but... The because the plot seems to be kind of under wraps right now. Although, from what I've seen of the game and everything, like what plot really? Anyway, uh, like that would keep you on the edge of your seat, I guess, to follow through. I don't know, right. people. You can yell at me. You can yell at me. Bring it on. Like, what did I miss? What did I miss? Um, but they are saying it would introduce like new plot elements, new characters within the Death Stranding universe. I just, I don't, I. Mm-hmm. A full movie on it? I feel like it could be interesting, but I don't know enough about the game and the narrative to say whether or not it would be. I've heard a lot of people talk great things about it. So... Yeah, I mean... And I know everyone, like, especially right now, we're very much Kojima and Kojima's era. (laughs) You know? Like, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I guess with the studio being behind it, maybe that's some good success. Cause as I was reading through it, you know, Barbarian, um, which I've been meaning to watch Bill and Ted face the music, mm-hmm. uh, was another one that, um, Hammerstone studios was involved with. Uh, and also when I saw that he worked alongside Sam Raimi for one, I was like, okay, so maybe like I trust the people involved, but I guess I just didn't know that there was enough of a story there to be 
interesting for a full on film. I don't know. I mean, Kojima stuff. Yeah, they're they're story rich. I mean, Metal Gear Solid Five was whew, that was a lot. Like sure. I I felt like I beat the game, and there still felt like there was so much more to do. And I was like, I'm I'm done with this game. I don't know how much more I can do, man. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've done my done my part. <laughs> yeah, here on this. I I mean, I guess so. Maybe I feel like I've watched enough of the game, especially back when I used to stream and everything, where I would sit there and watch streamers play these things where, yeah, the story seemed fine, everything. I guess just for a full film. I guess I'm also worried you're going to try to do some four-hour nonsense, which I'm kind of to that point where, I'm sorry, directors, edit your stuff. I mean, if you're going to go- edit. If you're There's gonna, no reason films need to be as long as they are anymore. And If you're going to go that long- but you're going to have to trim it for time, then do a series. Just, you know, go for it. Right. Okay, but what I think I would love to see is, like, are you going to cast Norman? Is it going to be different people altogether? Um, and I feel like Jeffrey um, – help me, help me. Um, yes. Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Jeff, I could see his face. In what? Dean Morgan. There Jeffrey you go. Dean Morgan. I almost feel like it would be hilarious to cast him because I feel like everything we've seen him like cross over into, he's already been killed off from in some sort of way. True. <laughs> <laughs> like he's becoming the new, uh, <clears throat> what's his name? Sean. That was always Sean getting, Bean. Uh, Sean yeah. Bean is always getting killed. Um, so I, that was the other thing. I was like, you've already got this like all-star cast in your game. Yeah. Do you bring that over? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Would you do that though? I, well, if they're if they're saying it might be a new plot, then that's a little bit within that universe that mm. leads me to think that it probably won't be the same characters that the game was focused on. Right. That maybe they're just stealing from the universe um, and telling a new story for it within that universe. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like it's so far off. But just when I saw this, my head just immediately went to like, what? What are we're we're in that era now? Okay, we're so we're in the era of making video game movie TV series. I, I guess that was the progression of things when you ran out of sequels and So you know, I, stealing from that. Just just a thought process. I I feel like it would be better to just do something new new so not kind of tread the same ground because you've already written out this elaborate story with the characters you already had and these actors mm-hmm. did act and gave their yeah. performances in that game. Therefore, they should be considered the same. Otherwise, they're doing the same thing again, just in a different medium. Yeah. So I would say best to do something completely new. However, I will advocate that Conan O'Brien needs to make another cameo as some random character. Just because. It, it, it just just because now make that a new thing. Yeah, make it a, make thing. a thing. He's just always there, there going, I'm Conan. What do you want? Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah. I can get behind that. I almost forgot for a moment that yeah. he did do that little until you said that. That's, and I've even. Oh, that's funny. I've even heard him talking about it. I was like, I don't know why I did it. It's just, you know, whatever. Because you were asked. And yeah. as I've been hearing, if Hideo Kojima calls, you say yes. That's yeah. what I. Yeah. That's what Norman was told. <laughs> You know, he's going to call you. You say yes. You say yes. I'm not into that world yet, but now you are. Mm -hmm. Now you're in the gaming world, as like most celebrities, I guess, are doing now. Mm -hmm. Stealing jobs from people. Anyway. Honestly, 
I kind of, and I know that you're allowed to audition and do whatever you want, but some of these, I'm just like, damn it, guys, come on. (laughs) There's so much amazing talent out there that doesn't get a fair shake. Yeah, I know. I agree. Ah. You might be sad about this. Well, we might be okay for those mm-hmm. who were who, who were on the, the PlayStation 5. Uh, I'm sure you saw Hogwarts Legacy got delayed again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but it looks like it was the previous generation getting delayed. Yeah. Which cause... leads me to believe, do you think it's even going to happen then? Do you think they're just going to knock off this for mm-hmm. an Xbox One version? So Katrina, obviously, the story broke. And then I think it was um, my daughter's fiance had shared it and it was like no and then katrina commented it was like oh my god why and i was like (laughs) and then i was learned from cyberpunk they're like we're not pushing shit until it's ready (laughs) it was just it was just all the sadness and then i was came in to katrina i was like but honey we have a playstation 5 we're okay and she's like oh for now okay (laughs) and it was just like dismissed screw those other plebs we're good (laughs) But that's true. Yeah. So uh, pushes looks like just the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions now to April 4th, 2023. Mm. Um, Nintendo Switch arriving on July 25th. So even further out. Um, So, I mean, they were looking at a February 10th release, I guess, initially. So moved a couple more months there for that one. But supposedly Mm. PS5, Series XS, and PC um, still on track. You know, um, 72 hours of early access that you get too, but they took it back on the delayed versions, which mm-hmm. I guess means because, well, it would have already been out. So what's early access anymore? Sure. Nah, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. This kind of reinforced a feeling that I had yeah. as to why I have not pre-ordered this for my wife, because yeah. I'm worried that it's, it's going to be buggy. It's going to be broken. They're pushing oh, yeah. it fast. And I've seen gameplay and it looks great, but that's that's a prepared, uh, you know, presentation for that video. Just showing uh-huh. one thing. That's not the entire game. So yeah. that's why I have not put the money down. Like, I want to do Honestly, that for her, but I just, I'm afraid. Mm. I, well, I have a different opinion. Um, we're in a day and age where you do not get my money until you finish the game anymore. Like, yeah. You're not going to run out of my downloadable codes, you know, unless there's some, you know, thing that they're using to try to hook you into the pre-order. Like there's a statue you really badly want. There's a thing, you know, if you're a collectible, then you do or a collector, you do you. Um, but especially now with PC gaming, I can't even remember the last time I've been able to buy a hard copy of anything. You mm-hmm. do not get my money until it's done. Yeah, I get it. You're not going to yeah. run out. You know, and then it'll also give me time to see other people who were very brave to suffer through all of the issues. And then maybe I can get it a little bit later after a couple mm-hmm. of updates, you know. So that's just me, though. No, I, I'm, I'm with I've you. I've seen get it. so many people get burned by pre-order stuff. Even you. Yeah. No, Don't do it anymore. Don't give your, I mean, if you want to do an early access indie title or something, you believe in the title, you want to see it help. And I know that they don't get all this major financing to help them keep develop the game. Fine. At your own discretion. But like AAA studios, finish the game. Mm-hmm. And then I will give you money. Sweet. How's that? How's that? <laughs> But yeah, so it looks like if you're still on the last generation and you were excited for the game, you're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. It looks like they're just having some issues with 
well, probably make it all that stuff work on an older generation thing, mm-hmm. which um, we should have moved on by now, I guess. But, you the, know, the life fact, is what it is. Life's fa- weird now. The fact that the Switch got the most of a delay says a lot. That I'm tells you. I'm surprised it's coming out on this. Right? Like now, say what you will about Nintendo. I love them for their innovation and everything, but they've never been about power. No. They used to be. They tried. And then they were just like, it's not for us. They tried. Well, I thought they always were just more into, you know, the innovation part of it, which I will give them. Mm-hmm. Like, they've always managed to come up with some really neat, whether it took off or not, it was still a unique way to play a video game yeah, that they yeah. would come up with. I mean, I'm looking toward mainly at the GameCube. It's like the GameCube was that one console. They were just like, we're going to compete, but we're going to do it in the stupidest way possible by making half discs. And it was like, what are you doing? Right. You could have still done a full disc, you schmucks. And okay, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're still even on cartridges for the Switch unless you download it. So it's true. And they went back to that. Why? I don't... Uh, okay. <laughs> Unless it's all a nostalgia bump thing for them. Because, I mean, back to a cartridge. Granted, it's way smaller than they used to be. But just be a Nintendo thing. I don't know. I would love to see Nintendo also up it with the power as well. Yeah. I would love to see them compete in that space too. Because then at least there would be like a third console to compete. Because well, we're really only down to those two that mm-hmm. are going back and forth. And then however this whole thing turns out with, you know, the game developers and who's who's going to be their boss at the end of the day. Like, how much more variety are we going to get? I mean, honestly, think about it. A Zelda game with the power of a PlayStation or an Xbox behind it? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Do you, that would be the best-selling game ever. Ever. I, now, do you I think promise. that the people might be a little bit more like appreciative of that kind of art style that doesn't need that kind of power? I don't oh, know. Maybe yeah. it's just for me because like, I still very much so original NES Zelda. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really appreciated any other Zelda games since then. Like even two yeah. on the Nintendo. Mm-mm. Didn't no. care for it. I mean, I see what you're saying, but... You know the demand is out there. There are people clamoring to see that with the textures and the detail. And just because, say what you want about, uh, was it Twilight Princess? Mm -hmm. That, to me, was one of my all-time favorite games to look at in the Zelda series. Because they, they tried to go a darker route. They tried to make it more realistic looking, in a sense. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of the, the more darker color tones and textures and even just the overall aesthetic of it yeah yeah. and that came out on the gamecube and i feel like that was at a time they were trying to do something you know a little unique i think it also came out on the wii did it yes i think it was like right there at the cusp it was more like a 3d platformer kind of Mm. game yeah Yeah, if i'm remembering it right yeah which i never really appreciated (laughs) but nobody can really get that camera right still just yet but but I, I mean, if, I feel like it's a series or, or that entry in the series was, it's fairly dismissed. I don't hear a lot of people talk about it, but you cannot deny the general aesthetic and how it looked. And it's probably one of my all-time favorites in that, be, because of the aesthetic in that way. Not gameplay or whatever. Gameplay was fun, in my opinion, but the aesthetic of it was one of my all-time favorites to just look at the music even going into the mm-hmm. castle at the end, they utilized 
old tracks from Ocarina of Time, but they gave it just this more haunting sound. Oh, man. Just thinking about yeah. it is getting me excited. It's like I want to go play. Yeah, I want to see that again, you know? I mean, yeah. I appreciate what they're doing with the Breath of the Wild stuff, but that's the Zelda I want. I mean, mm-hmm. I like the adventure, and I understand you want to kind of teeter a line somewhere, but I don't know. I want it. I want a little darker Zelda just because I'm a grown-up. There you go. be a grown-up. Cater to me now, dang it. Well, I mean, I know we have listeners that are huge Zelda fans. So what do you Mm. think, siblings? Um, Would you be into, like, what Steven would love to see? Just a really, just a very graphic, heavy, gorgeous-looking game. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Would you say, like, The the Last of Us or something like that? Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or are you more... um, you really love the art style of how they're originally going and it might be just too jarring to you. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts. I mean, I'll even use a game that I've never played, but it looks great as an example. Think think of Zelda, but with an Elden Ring aesthetic. Ooh. Yeah. Think about it. My God, they'll probably just put some celebrity in there, though. It's like... <laughs> probably, and who won't you know? say a word? <laughs> Right. Just like, Tom Holland's face going. I was just going to say, like, who's a famous blonde guy right now? Like, he's oh. the front runner for everybody wanting to be Link, which I like. We've Who? had this discussion. Tom Holland, you know, I've, they want him to be Link. I feel yes. like I've missed this conversation. I've heard it. And look, I, again, I don't have I don't have an issue with the boy. I, I no, love him I as an he's actor. Great. He's a cutie. He does good work. But let's stop trying to put him in everything. You know, people want to bitch and complain about Chris Pratt being everything. You want Tom Holland to be in everything. Stop. He doesn't need to be in everything. They're just obsessed right now, and they just yeah. want to see it. You know, there are other actors. There really are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How about Zelda Williams? Oh, uh, <laughs> cast her. I would do it. I would watch it. She's adorable. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least I follow her on Twitter. I think she's amazing. Anyway, she is. Um, let's see. What else did I get here? Uh, ooh. Just wanted to just bring up just because <laughs> I don't know if anybody even still plays these, so it may not even be that big of a deal. But Epic is shutting down some online services for several looks like older titles. Mm-hmm. So if it's online only, um, you're probably screwed if you're in love with one of these titles. Just saying. Because okay. there's no offline mode or whatever. Uh, but it looks like for a lot of them, it's like the Unreal Tournament rock band titles. Um dance central yeah Uh, so if you have those games on epic uh looks like as of december 14th so the date that i was reading this article like you're done you're done they're shutting it down uh games with offline modes will still be playable so if it has an offline mode you can still play it but um if they're built solely around multiplayer for some of these titles you're it's just it's dead and Mm. i kind of get it because some of these titles 2003 2004 there may not be enough people playing it to warrant keeping those servers active yeah who's still playing rock bands <laughs> I, I, yeah i don't know like dance central which i think i did try and i did enjoy but it was a vr title mm-hmm. or at least i played the vr title and it and now grant i was a beat saber player i could get working out and everything in there for some reason it was just harder to like dance with that on my mm-hmm. head 
I don't know why, like the actual dance moves felt harder than me just like keeping my face still while I'm swatting at a bunch of boxes. I don't know. Does But it was fun. Yeah. Does just dance still exist? Is that a thing? Because I know I'm sure it is. We just don't run in the circles of the people who play it all the time anymore. Yeah. Or at least I don't. But I feel like they're probably still pumping them out once a year. Yeah. Um mm. like anything else. Um, but yeah. So I just thought I don't know if there's enough of you that were <laughs> Still playing it, and even on Epic at that, like yeah, yeah, to be playing it on the Epic storefront, I feel like is fewer people. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, they've already removed like Max and Linux versions of some of these games as well. It looks like Hatful Boyfriend and Hatful Boyfriend Holiday Star. So I don't know if those Aww. were huge, <laughs> you know. Um, but I thought it was worth it. You know, like maybe you do still play some of these and for some reason you're playing them on Epic. And then now if there's no offline mode, then they're just they're dead. I'm a little sad from a preservation standpoint. I'm just sure. hoping some of these games might be like on other places that you could still they have to put be, the servers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The once they're done, they're done. Yeah. Another mm-hmm. problem with doing a bunch of online games, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That could just be me. Um, but the last one was uh, one that you had actually brought my attention to. But I have to say, I think we were kind of chatting about this a few months ago when I was seeing some hubaloo about having the um, detachable uh, yeah, disk yeah. drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, looks like moving forward, possibly anyway, um, there's a new modular PlayStation 5 consoles that might be just be replacing the... Ones that we know of right now. Right. So um, you won't have like a disk drive version one or just a digital download one. It reads as if you will buy the PlayStation and then can mod it out how you want. Is like, do you want a disk drive? Buy the disk drive, plug it in. You have a disk drive. Do you not? Forget it. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, is the way that I'm understanding the article to read. Like it's modular. You can kind of decide. It's kind of what um, I got out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just, if an external disk drive will be compatible with the current digital edition units, don't know. Don't know. Sounds mm-hmm. like this is, will be a brand new thing. So if you have a digital PS5 now and are reading these and going, Hey, maybe I can just buy the external. I don't know yet. They're, they're not really clear whether these, once they become a thing, if they for sure become a thing, um, if you can do that. But I think... I kind of like the idea, though. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the article was making it sound like if they do this, this will probably be the only version being sold moving past that point because they're talking about dev kits going out with this modular design, which mm-hmm. is probably how we're getting this leak of it possibly being the next version of the PlayStation. It's not saying they're going to like up the insides you know, to higher specs or power or anything. Um so we might be seeing that as the only version of the console to be able to buy moving forward um, is just this modular box uh, that's got all the stuff you need. And then you can decide what you want to add to it. Probably able to charge more. Per- yeah. I mean, I was trying to figure that out, too, because, I, I mean, it sounds like a great idea in theory, theory. Yeah. but... At the same time, it's just like, but if I'm buying A or B and I have the choice and I can choose, then I should know what I want. And is this, this is for indecisive people who don't know what they want. Right. I don't. Because yeah, I don't I know how I'm else to see it. Up on, yeah. If you're going to use the disk drive, 
Well, I guess in this case, if that's how it's sold, you would have to. Yeah. I'm just hoping it's not going to be one of those things where they're still going to charge you $4.99 for the PlayStation 5 and then parse it out. I know right now there's, what, a $50 difference, $100 difference? It's $100, the digital, yeah. 100. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're going to go flat three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, as, as someone who has... I'm just gonna say has like, all the PlayStation Five. Yeah, because I, I sound like <laughs> such a like an egotistical jackass right now. But as a person <laughs> who has TM. two PlayStation Fives, um, I will say I did want a digital only in my bedroom because I thought eh, I don't play it that often, so I won't need it. However, mm-hmm. I am glad. And I, I found this out the other day. I am glad I did get a disc version because our internet went out. And I had nothing to, like, we couldn't watch any movies or anything. So if I did not have that disc, I would have not been able to play anything in the bedroom. So As long as you already had it downloaded. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just. the rest of the game downloaded. Right. Well, we were looking just to watch something and it was like, oh, I do have a disc drive right here. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm kind of glad now that I did. And I was like, well, that would have been, I'd have shot myself in the foot and I wouldn't have had anything to watch because I didn't have that disc. Yeah. Such a utility now. It's kind of crazy. It is. (laughs) Or at least for our entertainment anyway. Right. Uh, But everything goes over that. Oof. Yeah. Uh, but again, another reason why I like hard copies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, us PC gamers, we got nixed from that many, many, many years ago. Many, 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 many years ago. Right. I don't even know that they put PC games on discs. Anymore. I don't really think they do. I mean, they might, but uh, do you remember Maybe buying somewhere. those? Do you remember but buying those? I do. I used to. I remember having to go to the store and having several aisles several aisles that i could browse up and down looking at all the pc games Mm -hmm. and that's how i would decide what to buy i would just look at the box art read it or whatever i don't remember getting bombarded with commercials well we didn't have social media talking about it all the time like i legit had to just pick it out and hope i was happy when i got home with it because you're not returning it it was an open electronic yeah and what was interesting about it from my perspective is i didn't know shit about specs or anything like that. I just saw, and it would always be cheap. That was the other oh, beauty yeah. part of it too. You'd see a game, and be like, <gasps> and it's how much? Oh my god, I gotta get that for the PC. Oh my god, I got a PC at home. And then you get home and you put it in and be like, you don't have the necessary software. It's like, fuck you. This yeah, is a you PC. Have to download <laughs> all the Flashware, uh, uh, Apple. Mm. I, I remember having to do that yeah i still have a couple of older games that's looking for like quick time and i'm like i don't know that that exists anymore (laughs) (laughs) like maybe somewhere on the deep dark recesses of the internet someone has it saved there for all of us but if you don't have it on the disc i'm probably sol (laughs) that was my go-to way to watch movie trailers in the early 2000s because i would no quick time because i would i would find a site that had it and I would download the biggest, largest, high-quality file. And uh-huh. be like, well, I'm watching this trailer. In about two hours, I'm going to be watching this trailer as soon as right. I get it downloaded. And it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I can remember downloading movies for like two days. Hmm. It would take that long. Forever. Uh, yeah. 
congrats on on everything being faster now oh yeah <laughs> i remember like i'd be playing aeon and they're like there's an update and i'm like i can't play for about a day and a half guys sorry it's gonna take that long for this to download <laughs> oh anywho um outside of that meh okay meh. that was it there was like some rumors about a last of us three that i i don't know if we really need to dive into all that and something about a steam deck too and i didn't want to read it no but the, you just got it you don't need a two so already upset. no i think they're just talking about like <laughs> um what different adaptations they would be making to it were mm. they to do a steam deck too because as soon as i saw that 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 headline i was like oh this is better be clickbait and thankfully it seemed like it was. Um, but yeah, as soon as I saw that, I started reading through it. it. It looks like the biggest thing is like wanting to add controller support, which mm. I think you can kind of already do. But I think they just really badly want to revive their Steam controller. Ah, uh, okay. It's like, we're going to make this work in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I'm just making that up. I don't have any hard, hard facts to prove to that but it just feels like every time i hear about something new valve that controller comes back around i'm like you guys just really badly are not letting that go are you just stop (laughs) or make we want to make sure that controller just works you know Mm. um but yeah that 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 was it i think it's just a little slower week that the huge big breaking well it's the end of the year sure well i've got I've got uh, three little tidbits. One I should have brought up up top because I just wanted to ask your opinion about it. It's mm. not really game related. The other two are. But did you happen to see the uh, Barbie trailer? <laughs> no. I think I saw stuff about it or pictures about it. Is that with Margot Robbie? And, yeah. Um, and Ryan Gosling. His, Ros- Ryan Gosling. Now, granted. Yeah, I saw pictures. I didn't see a trailer, though. The trailer didn't really say anything about the movie. Like it was just well, what more are, what's like their story. It's a freaking Barbie doll. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea, but kind of interested. I hate to say that, but I, I'm kind of interested just because the talent alone. It's movie, movie theater money worthy. Yeah. Like when it comes to maybe one of my services, then fine. But mm. I don't okay, know. Well, you tell me why it, you, it, you want to see it. Just the talent alone for starters. Because I cannot imagine, for the life of me, you get a director like Greta Gerwig, you get actors like Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, just to name two out of the several other people, to sign on to this just just for a paycheck? I mean, surely... surely you're allowed to just do stuff you think is fun. I know, but Gosling doesn't seem like that type of person. He seems like he's very particular. Now, I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Right. Absolutely 100% could be wrong. But you take a well, look at his filmography. he does have a, a, a type. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and I'll admit no, nothing against Ryan Gosling or anything like that. I don't usually enjoy his flicks. Okay. Because they seem to be slow. And mm-hmm. sometimes I, I'm like, okay, you want me to have way more brain power to figure out what all <laughs> the art is happening here. And I'm like, no. So maybe like 20 years ago, Stephen would have really loved them. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> But again, but, I'm not. But yeah, you're right. I'm looking at his other stuff. I'm not gonna jump, like you said. I don't. I, I don't think I would go to the theater to see this. But I'm right, curious yeah. to see what the critical response is going to be about mm-hmm. it when it comes out. Because, I mean, from an aesthetic standpoint, it, I mean, it seems like every little girl's dream come true who loved Barbie because they showed like her 
city or town or wherever she was living that's why i'm wondering if it's gonna hit as hard i don't know so i mean we don't have those thankfully you know Mm -hmm. those same gendered stereotypes that oh you have to like this little girls for bar and stuff so i'm right right it'll hit the same i don't know so in any case what the plot is i hope it's rated r oh wouldn't that be awesome (laughs) (laughs) i can't imagine mattel's gonna let that happen gosling and margot robbie and they're like this could go that way. And we finally get to see Ken is no longer flat underneath. <laughs> or or mm-hmm. why he was. Ooh, or why time. he was. So He's a dark <laughs> experiment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, see, I think maybe we should write a movie. Maybe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Maybe the mutant fam will like it. Yeah. Over there. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put a pin. I want I just I'm gonna keep my eye on it. I'm curious. That's all. You know. Ha- right, again. Yeah. The, the Monster High movie that came out on Paramount Plus, did I give a shit about that? No. No. This, on the other hand, has, I don't know, there's just something about it. I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm curious. Curious. Right. Maybe that's They've it. They've thrown enough little pieces out where you're yeah. like, all right. All right. I want to see, see what you, what you I want to see what you're up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Oh, I don't know if you saw this. I'm, I think I, I posted this in Discord and we had kind of a, a light little discussion about it was... Amazon announced that they're starting to develop a God of War series. Yeah, which... I knew we had chatted, but chatted about it before, not in any yeah. great detail. So I wasn't sure whether to go over it again. But yeah, yeah. Uh, at the moment, I'm not going to say too much about who I want to see cast. I mean, obviously, everyone's got their choices. I know mm-hmm. Dave Batista is one of those people that's been like, I want to play I Kratos. A fa- like a name face. I, I Maybe that's just me. I'm kind of, I don't want to... It's it's Personally, difficult. Personally, I would rather us cast some unknown. But a good unknown in, in right. the well, sense of, of someone talented. Who can do the... What I want to see with whoever they get. Because I'm assuming we're going to start back in Sparta. Like, we're going to... We have to go there. We can't start right. in the, the Norse mythology time because that doesn't work for the narrative. Okay. So if we're starting in Sparta and however long we're going to... Because that's the other thing too. Are you going to try to cram all three games into one season? Oh no, I think they'll. I, I think they'll drag it out. I hope so. Uh, not that we need shit dragged out, but you know what I mean. Just do it right. But, I mean, I feel like everything's padding runtime now to be longer. So that's I true, just feel true. like they would try to maybe start with three seasons or something, and then go from there. And I was one. I was trying to convey what I was thinking before because I said in my review for Ragnarok, you know. Sparta Kratos was just an angry man, and it was hard well, to yeah, sympathize with. Good reason. For. With good reason, and that's yeah. you know Jed kind of he's he's one of our followers on or on in Discord, Listen, and yeah. he kind of described it in a way that I think I was intending to say, where you can have angry Kratos and still be mm-hmm. sympathetic. You just have to find those layers to kind of. Help me feel for him. Help you know put put a little bit more well, emphasis on that. Forced to okay, spoiler for a thirty year old, twenty year old gay, but I think being forced to like murder your wife and kids is probably a good reason to be angry. And yeah, no, and and that's that's the one <laughs> thing know? I wasn't trying to to play right. down. Yeah, absolutely, you're going to sympathize with that. But there could be a great that. story arc there. Exactly, really flesh yeah. that out for that character so you understand why it's all rage when it comes mm-hmm. to everything. You know, instead of him just seeming like a stray bullet that's just like, I'm just going to kill everything and this is my motivation, but I'm going to kill and destroy and obliterate everything in my path along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where I lost because I never felt like they fleshed out the why outside of 
well, you killed my wife and daughter. I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. Horrible. You're angry. Yeah. But give me give me more more meat to to really understand because you're doing. I mean, you're toppling, <laughs> and it, yeah. just you're you're destroying all of this. Gods, yeah. God, you know. Yeah. I don't know. In I just their, in their realms. Yeah, I think you really could pull more at um, if you wanted to more of a darker tale of how all that even came to be mm-hmm. maybe um how it was more involved why he was more chosen you know there's probably yeah. more you could really flesh out there if you really wanted to i think it would be important for them to explain if they're wanting to go with the same premise and stuff as the games i think mm-hmm. it would be important to hit those story beats just so that the audience can doesn't understand we might hate the person but you can still sympathize because you can understand the situation yeah it could be still a garbage person in your mind but like but all of that and if you did it in the right way and i think that's still be on his side i think that's what was hard for me playing those games like i liked the games but when it came to kratos as a person mm-hmm. again i sent i understand where he's coming from but everything, he was just so rage-fueled mm-hmm. that everybody he talked to, every interaction he had, he just came off like a dick. He was just like, ah, ah, and he's just, yeah. you know, and you just like, I don't like you, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I sympathize Very with you and what you're doing, with. but you just, you're a hateful son of a bitch. You know, make me care about him, you know? Make me care about his vengeance. Yeah. So that that's all I'm saying. You they've got to work on that version's personality because I don't mm-hmm. feel like it needs to be the same as Norse Kratos. You know, right. that's an entirely other person. That's a man who did all this shit and now he's living with that guilt and he's just trying to forget it. Like he is an older, broken man who's just like, I just want to be left alone. Right. So completely different territory. So you you've got to make me sympathize more with the Spartan Kratos. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh uh yeah. If they do it more character driven, we'll see. I don't know. I guess I'm not as excited because I feel like that's just life right now where all yeah. of the games I've played is becoming movies or TV series or something else. So I think I'm getting less and less excited every time I hear of a new video game going into this this sure. medium. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just hopeful that they wouldn't cast some huge name that could take away from, cause I but mean, I, know I think you will. run into that problem a lot when you cast some larger celebrity or something that it can kind of take away from the story mm. and it, it, just because we're humans and we'll see that individual. Sometimes they get too big for, in my opinion. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be, some actors have just gotten too big that that's just who I see now. And you know, um, and I think another good they are. I think another thing too that they'd have to think about long term if you're going to do more than one season, you're going to be doing this epic tale. Mm-hmm. You need somebody who's younger, and like I said, with I, I like yeah. Dave Batista for what he is, but he's he's up there in age. Christopher Look, Judge, I like Dave Batista just fine, but an actor, he's really not. Sorry, no, I, might I agree. Get shredded for saying that he's great he in the stuff that I've seen him cast in. You know, Knives Out, fine, mm-hmm. did fine. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy, cool. But I've never been like. Did he, he hasn't ever taken me out of a moment where I've just completely lost who I was looking at? You know what I mean? Right. Body like, f- shape and all that, sure, fine. Maybe even John Cena. You know, but just like actors in my. 
mean, no, yeah, not yeah, really. Yeah. You know, well, know. I mean, even like Christopher Judge. I mean, I know that he'd advocated at one point maybe doing live action. Be, it would be fantastic. But yeah, his age, you know, too old. You think? I, f- I feel like he's, well, he's to, I guess start from the beginning. Right. I feel like starting from that point. He, I don't know. Which I, is a shame too, because I, 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 you know. To, to make that crossover, I think, would be beautiful because he's already nailed the emotion mm-hmm. and the feeling behind the character. You know, we've heard it. So that's kind of unfortunate. But yeah, you're right. I, you know, in this day and age, they can de-age people. So. Well, and I, I hate that, though, too. I don't know. I feel like there's so much talent out there, guys. There's so much talent out there that just to keep. I don't know. I have I have strong thoughts about the de-aging adding in people who didn't actually weren't legit there like mm. i have a big problem with that right now. i get you no i get you stop it hire people thank you uh the last one i wanted to mention and i again i should have mentioned this up top but since uh henry cavill is no longer superman <laughs> Uh, I don't know whether to feel bad for him or just be completely confused at all of the information i was hearing prior well like, he he did get another job Apparently he's oh. uh, gonna star in a, a Warhammer series. What? So, Wait, hey, what? hey, hey, he he got a job. I'm happy that he's got a job. I hate that he lost Superman because Warner Brothers told him to announce this shit when they weren't even sure what yeah. was happening. And apparently, I keep hearing <laughs> because everybody and has for Amazon. Look for Amazon. 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 Amazon's doing all of this shit right now. Mm. They got the money. You got all the billions of dollars. You know, because they're Amazon. I did not see this. No, this is kind of funny, though. It was a last minute thing. Stop, that stop announcing his stuff until he's on set. Right. Or <laughs> it's getting filmed and we know for sure. Because now I really am way more curious about how it happened with The Witcher. Is it really just creative differences? I don't know. Maybe because I know a lot of people were I like, well, bring him back to The Witcher. I was like, yeah, but you've already given the job to somebody else. You can't just. Don't Jay Leno him, you know? Right! <laughs> or Conan O'Brien him. I thought it was dumb to continue the Geralt story anyway when you're changing actors. Like, you could be a different Witcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. You Especially know, if you're deviating. Like he was the only one in the universe that was just what these stories circled on. We could have made a different... I just have a... I just dislike changing actors for the same character. No, I get And I, I get used it. to watch soap operas, people. So you would think I'd be used to it. Like, people's characters got recast all the freaking time because those things never end. But I just, just create a new one. It nags at you because, yeah. like, I want to see for, for one, for once in, in a series of movies, I want to see from beginning to end the same actors finish a story. You, yeah. Harry Potter didn't do it because why? We lost Richard Harris. Um, Richard Harris. He was Dumbledore. He died. You can't control that, though. Second movie, third movie in. And then uh, the Marvel Universe. They started with certain characters and then they got recast because creative differences. Well, no, because we're talking about like, because Edward Norton, his Hulk is actually part of the MCU, but he apparently was difficult on set so we're like we're just going to replace him and just be like yeah see i just figured they rebooted um the hulk with what's his name because there's been some ruffalo movies no it's it's still that like that movie exists they they finally acknowledged it exists but they just like so we'll just just recast him it's fine it's fine and then and then 
who was it? Terrence Howard. He was the original roadie in Iron Man, and then they replaced him with Don Cheadle in part two. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do remember being confused about that, too, because I thought dude was good. I like well, Don Cheadle, too, no, yeah. but I was just like, that's not who was here before. <laughs> I've heard so many stories. I've heard that he asked for more money, and then the studio said no. Uh, I've heard oh, that- Oh, Don Cheadle was cheaper? Right. I, I felt like he, I don't know. I feel like he would cost more. Well, it seemed like it was in the transition of Disney, when Disney was finally buying up Mar- or the Marvel Studios- and then they were trying to cut costs. And the guy who was actually running things at the time, Ike Perlmutter, he uh-huh. was a cheap, money-grubbing Scrooge bastard who wouldn't okay. spend a dime. And if you, you take a look at the quality of life of the films early on to where they are now, not to uh-huh. say, forget Phase 4, because I know people will be like, Phase 4 sucks! Shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about like Phase 1 to Phase 3. There's a, there's a big difference. If that man had still been in charge of the finances by phase three, I guarantee you those last two Avengers movies would not be anything like they are. Because he'd be like, we can't afford that. We're not doing that. Nah. And it's of their own making. Mm-hmm. Like you built up all these celebrities to have that paycheck. You know what I mean? For yeah. the most part. <laughs> but no, this is in their transition when they were buying stuff and they were cutting calls to be like, nope, nope, I'm not spending it. And then when he was like, hey, I got a bigger role in this and I'm going to be War Machine. He's like, I don't care. You're not getting paid shit. So I still feel like Don Cheadle would be more. But you'd think, I don't know. you'd think, but maybe he Unless just. Unless I just really don't understand who's a bigger actor at that time. And I'm losing track of how well we knew Don Cheadle then as opposed to now. But I feel like he's been around a while. He has. He's been around. Since. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind. If you don't remember this, he was in the Golden Girls spinoff, The Golden Palace. What? Yes. Yes. I know I saw it, but it would have been one of those things where I don't know who they are right now. Right. Like when I used to watch Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, that was like his first one, but it didn't click that that's who it was, dude's dad on the show that I was watching as a kid, because I don't mm-hmm. think we really knew who he was yet. <laughs> exactly. So, so when you look back on it, you're like, what? It's like, holy shit. Oh, my God. I can't believe he was it's in that. It's hard to think of a time we didn't know who you were. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Cavill's fine. I think I, d- I didn't feel like he was going to be hurting. It just it sucks that he was put through this. All of that. Up and down, especially yeah. with the character of Superman, because he seemed like he really enjoyed doing it. Excited he, to come back. Yeah. The the studio kept being like, well, I don't know if we want to bring him back. It's like, but why? Everyone likes him. And then they're like, fine, we're going to do it. And then it's like, OK, well, then we're going to give it to these guys. And then they can decide. And we're like, yeah, we're not going to try to fix this sinking ship. So we're just going to start fresh. Feels and like was sorry. Trying to force Gunn into like using Cavill. I heard. And again, this is all speculation. I don't know shit, but it sounded like it was The Rock who forced Warner Brothers to put him in. Like, I want to fight Superman. I want to fight Superman. So he's got to come it back. It had to be the Cavill Superman. It had to be the, the Cavill Rock. Superman. Again, it's all speculation. I don't know. But even his. Know. I'm kind of curious who you would even cast now. I have no idea. I, I don't know? have any thoughts. But it again, better be I, an unknown. That's it's kind of where I'm at. Christopher Reeve was an unknown at the time. Uh-huh. Henry Cavill right. didn't really know who he was at the time. That that's what seems to work for these. Char- you even look back. Have you ever heard? I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but have you ever heard the cast list of possible actors they wanted for Superman? In the Christopher Reeve version, the original Richard Donner? 
I don't know that I remember right now off the top of my head, no. Just some names that you look at and be like, no. Absolute Paul Newman. Robert that, Redford. Well, you know, he just, was a big deal, though, so I could see them trying to throw Robert Redford, like, force him into it. And that's just two names I could think of off the top of my head. There were so many that they were so like, well, he could be Superman, he could be Superman. It's like, they don't look anything like him. No, 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 no. Not if you're going for, like, the look of how he is in the comics now. They yeah. don't look like him at all. No. But to <laughs> to my understanding, the story goes if I remember the documentary correctly, is that someone saw Christopher Reeve, I think it was in a dentist's office, and they were like, okay. you kind of have the face, you know, the look. And kind of, yeah. He's like, you, yeah, are you are you an actor maybe? And then they called him in for, for an audition and then blew him out of the water. That's great. Yeah. He, well, yeah, he's still who I kind of think of sometimes oh, no, when ab- it comes to Superman, you know. Yeah. I, and I know there were ones before, but... I don't I don't dismiss anybody that's ever played the character and I mm-hmm. give credit where credit's due to most of the actors who've played Superman. But Christopher oh. Reeve, he just yeah. you talk that is somebody who just embodied like well, one of very the most serious about the work at that time too. Yeah. There was just so and much it about it. Yeah, he just he's one of those actors that was cast perfectly. Yeah. You know, there are there are some. I mean, he's not the only one. I would even say Robert Downey Jr. kind of embodied Tony Stark sure. in, a, in a way that I, I'd never thought about. But when I saw him, I was like, holy shit, he kind of does look like Tony Stark. Yeah. One of my all-time favorites is uh, Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus. I had, okay. I could not imagine what that would look like when they said his name. And I was like, I know the guy, but would he, mm. would he look? And then the very first poster I saw for Spider-Man 2... Him in the getup, I was like, holy shit, that's him. That's him. So, yeah, there's just some people they've cast that was just so on point. And Christopher Reeve will always be, in my mind, until another actor can come along and just nail the overall look and everything. I think I would still give them props, but it still would always go to... It's just the first one that I can recall growing up. I mean, he was Superman before me, but like... Yeah, Chris, uh, I remember George watching Reeves. those older flicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was me. That was that was the one I remember. So... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I got off on a tangent. So how about we, we do a little game review? You want a little game review? Let's do it! Okay. I thought this yeah. would be fun because it was a fairly... It's new... Newer, I won't uh-huh. say like it came out about two weeks ago. That's how new it is okay, <laughs> by, that's by this new. point. Yeah. yeah. And when I saw it, I thought it would be fun to talk about. Once I started playing, I was like, I'm going to do I'm going to do a game review. I wasn't 100 percent sure I wanted to. And I thought, no, I'm going to do it because I, th- I feel like this is a game that's going to need a little bit of attention. It needs to okay. be put into the world a little bit. And I feel like this is a great way to do it. Might not be for everybody, but this is just my opinion. So. There are rare instances anymore when I will buy a game on the fly. You know, as we were talking about before, we we do the research, we kind of wait, see if it's going to be worth our money, and mm-hmm. we're afraid that we're going to get a, a lemon. And in yeah. good reason, we see I'm how with. <laughs> AAA games go anymore. Rare. But with not today's game, you know, I saw one trailer for this title, which somehow I missed the original trailer. Because apparently there was a trailer about a year ago, and I don't remember it. But okay. the day the the game launched, 
there was a launch trailer on YouTube. I saw the icon art and I thought, huh, I'll click on that. Let's see what that is. Watched the trailer. Hadn't heard one thing about this game. Saw it and I said, I'm sold. I picked up my phone, put it and bought it right then and there. So I didn't hesitate because I thought this is a game I know I will love. Okay. And what game am I talking about? You may ask. And what on earth could have convinced me to just drop my money so fast on a game? The game is called Terror of Hemosaurus. Oh, gosh. Does it sound familiar yeah, at all? Yeah, I could... Uh, well, no, I'm just by that name, I could but, see why you clicked. Right. Horror? Possible monsters? Yes. Yes. If you know me well enough, like my sis does, the title alone <laughs> should have given you any indication <laughs> as to what drew me in. But there's so much more... Uh, you know, what led me here. And using my time to review the game in its entirety, I did play all the game. But before diving in too deep, I kind of want to mention the game's creator, Lauren Lemke. I hope I, I'm saying his name correctly. Okay. Yeah. Lauren is a self-described one-man indie studio trapped in a tangent universe where the arcade scene of the 80s and 90s lived on forever. That's his quote, not mine. Okay. He has developed two other games that I could find, one called Over 9,000 Zombies and the other Super Blood Hockey, with the latter being one to note as it pays homage to the 8-bit and 16-bit hockey games of the era, albeit with gratuitous added violence <laughs> that was not allowed at the time. Remember ice hockey where you could just get into fights with people? It was just uh -huh. simple ice hockey, but we all wanted just to get into a fight, <laughs> so True. that's what we do. <laughs> and everybody just pile on. That's uh, why I do up, yeah. It's like the hell with my, my, you know, I got thrown into the box. It doesn't matter. I just wanted to fight somebody. But Terror of Hemosaurus is a clear homage to Rampage, but with added gore and destruction. And while, yes, you could summarize the game as such, like some reviewers are, it completely dismisses some of the more improved gameplay elements as well as the accompanying satire woven into the game's story. The game's narrative starts in Norway in the year 2030, where an important climate summit is taking place. The moderator, the right? The moderator introduces the world's leading climate scientist, Hans Pissenschaft, <laughs> and the world's richest man, the international fat cat Richie Horderson, who's the heir to the Palutacorp fortune. As Dr. Pissenschaff explains that the world is on the brink of a major climate event, Mr. Horderson does what every billionaire does. He deflects, even as proof of everything is happening right behind them. Horderson begins talking about how the economy is in trouble and it should be the focal point and none of this other, you know, mumbo jumbo that he's just trying to sell you on. Climate change isn't real. No one can see what climate change is. What is that? And as the dialogue continues, and even the game itself, it's abundantly clear that Horderson is an amalgam of several billionaires we know by name, and even one who claims to be, but, you know, I think he's lying. We won't say his name. It's a very big name, but we won't say his name. And there was even... new nifties. Nifties, what the fuck? We won't get into that. That's a whole other conversation. There was even, and I thought this was a, it, it, I didn't see it at first, and then I looked a little harder, and I was like, that's clever. There was even a bit where Horderson was creating a spaceship 
or a spacecraft to launch himself out of you know earth to get away from all the yeah because it was like well all these people are crazy what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna set up a base on the moon and i'm gonna run the business from there you all are gonna stay here now this is when everything was going chaotic he's like you're all gonna stay here i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna run everything from the moon and they're like Mm -hmm. but how exactly doesn't matter doesn't matter i'm gonna go there you stay here and that's that's how this is gonna work Pretty much to run away from all the problems. And then you see his ship off in the background, and it's shaped like a big penis. And I was like... As you do. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now this so dis- I can show the world. <laughs> now, this disregard for climate change allows the polar ice caps to begin melting, freeing the trapped Hemosaurus, along with a few other playable monsters, who were created by the Church of the Holy Lizard, a cult charged with the sacred duty to save humanity from its own reckless disregard for the planet. Is this now, Scientology? Yes. <laughs> to, <laughs> to do so, what they do is uh-huh. in the... Okay, now follow me here. It might get a little complicated, but follow me. Now, in the future, the church creates the Hemosaurus. They then take their time machine send the Hemosaurus back in time to be frozen, to be then eventually thought out on this very day to then wreak havoc on humanity in hopes of motivating humanity to do something about climate change, then so that the future can be saved, but it had to be at this point in time, and then that's what they did. So well, clearly... How did they send the dinosaur, or the Hemosaurus? Well, see, I don't think we ever got a date... Like, I don't remember seeing a specific date. I was going to say, you might want to throw it um, way far back, like Industrial Revolution days, so we can be like, heads up, guys. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, the the time in which we're, we're playing in now should be 2030, when the polar ice caps are melting. So that's oh, where... Okay. But they would have had to have sent him farther back to freeze him into the ice. Right? Right. right. So, now, at what point in time in the future? They may have said in the game, and I just forgot. But... Okay. Eventually, in the future, the time machine's going to work. Okay? Okay. In the very near future. Clearly, it worked, whatever they did. Nice. Because the Hemosaurus is in 2030. Uh, but the problem is that they their time machine doesn't work now. Okay? So, they, they have a problem. Because they're trying to work it out. Okay? So, what happened was, is that they were trying to prove to the Hemosaurus when they unthought it. And they were just like, praise be, praise be. This is all, and they're explaining their plan to this obvious creature that probably doesn't give two shits. And they're like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to show you how the time machine works. Now, it doesn't work yet, but we're, we're, we're almost there. And they say, please, would you step into the time machine? They send one of their followers into the time machine. And his entire body turns into a skeleton. And they say, you see, so what happened was is that we sent all of his um, flesh and, and meat into the past, uh, soft tissue, but the ske- we can't send bone yet, so... Uh, so he's dead. Yeah, but uh, you can see that it's still working. <laughs> I mean, at least something went back in time. It's just not everything. Imagine being the person on the receiving end of that. Oh, we, we get to bone. see that. We get to see oh, that. <laughs> I'm sure everyone was very calm. 
Well, who got to see it is uh, part of the story as well, which is kind of fun. Ah. So I, I won't spoil that if you want to check it out. But moments like this give you a clear indication what kind of game you're in for because the story sends a very direct message that shit needs to change in regards to humanity's response to climate change. But it does do it in a very dark humor uh, way. Sure. And it even pokes fun at itself. There was even a section where the game creator himself was trying to pitch this game and the company willing to buy the game was like, okay, but do you need the politics in the game? Do you need the blood? Do you need the gore? Do you need all this stuff to be in the game? Because people, you know, people are a little iffy and then they even did playtesters and the playtesters were like, keep politics out of games. I don't like when a game gets political. Little bits like that. I also think some people are confused what actually is politics. Exactly. Exactly. So what... This is essentially the satirical way, kind of using the platform to point fingers at these very people who do exist in the world, who bitch and complain about what's in their games and what's Mm -hmm. happening. So this guy is very much on the pulse hearing how game... Everything is going right now. Yeah, gamer... Gamer TM. All that. Now, in regards to gameplay, comparisons to Rampage are accurate to a point. You are a giant monster, and you are tasked to destroy all the buildings, or at least 75%. That's your bare minimum. You can destroy all of it if you want. It's up to you. Uh, Those goals can change from time to time. Sometimes they'll say, hey, only destroy red buildings. Don't touch the blue ones. And you think, Uh... okay, well, that seems easy enough. And sometimes they just tell you to eat the people. Don't touch it, but don't destroy anything. Gotta just eat the people or kill the people. Don't do a thing. I mean, that would solve a lot of climate crisis. It really would. (laughs) And like I said, you you may be playing thinking, ah, it'd be a piece of cake. But sometimes the chaos that increases can make it difficult. And so does your inability to keep everything intact. Like Rampage, you can eat humans, but... Some humans will fight back. You have police. You have military. You have SWAT How big team. are you? You're pretty big. You know, I'd say you're about uh, 20 to 50 feet tall if you're doing that kind of size comparison. So once five. the military steps in, you might have some trouble. I feel like regular people like poking your toe and be like, that's cute, and just step yeah. on them. Yeah, most most of the regular citizens will run in fear. The police, the SWAT, and all that, right they'll call. shoot at you. And when they fight back... Sometimes, like with the police, it's just like, bang, bang. You'll get rednecks come by with their shotguns, bang, bang. Uh And if you're not paying attention, you can lose your life real quick. That's where the challenge can come in, because especially with the military, they've got machine guns. Well, they've got, like, all the fancy stuff, yeah. Sure. Especially by 2030. Psh, we got now. Yeah. So your energy can disappear really quick if you don't pay attention. So I blinked one time and I was dead before I knew it. I, I did. I was like, oh shit, what happened? Like I didn't <laughs> even see the guy and he was just like. Brrr. So always keep eating. Always keep an eye on your, your health. Obviously devouring keep humans. Keep eating them people. That's right. Unlike Rampage, you can dispose of humans uh, in creative ways, different ways. Instead of eating them, you can pick them up. You can toss them in the air. You can play with them if you want. Jump up and grab them. And then do it again. 
and just continue oh, to throw them in the like, air. And I will pet you and mm-hmm. squeeze you and call you George. Right. But if, you know, maybe you don't want to throw them, you can throw them up, you can throw them I down, you can throw them side to side. You can smash them into each other. That's a fun challenge to do. Just throw one up, grab another, throw another one up. just dropping them to catch them. Right. Just like, they might die of a heart attack before you're done, though. <laughs> you're like, I can't take it. I mean, now I want to see a video of just like all these people flying up in the air and go, it's raining men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's raining men. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, like I said, you can throw them. You can kick them. And if you're talented enough, just like the catching thing, you can make a game out of it and try to see how many kicks you can keep on one person because apparently there's a, an achievement for that and i've had a really hard time keeping one in the air you have they to kick 10 times it's straight yeah because it's not like a ball like a perfect system so right kicking their shoulder they might go to the I've, right or something yeah. i feel like the the physics of it is what throws me off because i'll kick them straight up and then I feel like I'm trying to reposition, but then they're kind of coming over just a little bit, and then I've got to try to position myself to kick them again, and then I always overshoot it, so I miss it, kick, and I'm uh-huh. like, oh. And then now they're a big splotch on the yeah, side of the pavement. It's like, damn it. Got to get it. I can start over. <laughs> but yeah, you can even, if you want to have some real fun and take uh-huh. down enemies to boot, uh, grab them and throw them into helicopter blades and, uh, you know, bring the helicopter down that way. That's yeah. fun because you hear the way you hear and be like, ah, oh, that was nice. <laughs> uh, there are passing cars going down and you talk about taking down choppers or even buildings. Uh-huh. Swift kicked that car straight into a building. You watch how fast that bitch will go down. Boom. Does it blow up. It's it. It's so satisfying when you uh-huh. see it just plow through a building and then that thing just comes toppling down oh my god it's just so fun uh-huh. uh, much faster than a typical punch because like rampage you can climb the buildings you can punch them punch them punch them punch them but there are so many ways to make it faster another great method of leveling a city is you climb to the top of a building you jump off and you do a cannonball down to the foundation and then that impact will then level the bottom and then bring it all down now, oh, I would imagine. that only really works if it's a tall building. So some of the smaller ones, you could try it, but it doesn't have the same impact. You go, the higher you go, the better impact you get. It's always fun. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, another aspect uh, that I feel makes it far superior is talking about the physics system that I mentioned. This physics system that they've created with the buildings is where it really shines because it allows you to collapse buildings into one another. So if you start punching off one side, the physics will then start to tilt the building in that direction. If you climb to the top, especially after wearing down one side of it, you'll then start to bring it down. Like your weight will then start to make the building start to tip. So you can get maximum efficiency smashing them into one another take them on both sides one this way one that way and then make them collapse into one another and then it'll just drop so it's so pleasing to watch them just boom just everything everywhere you're like yes (laughs) so your inner demolitionist will be very happy they're very pleased graphically the game leans into a uh very common pixel art aesthetic like uh, bro force or not a hero i don't know if you remember those games yeah i remember bro force uh the monsters 
for me are the highlight with four to choose from, as I mentioned. You have the Hemosaurus, you have the Clock Sloth, you have Salamandra, and the Autonomous Hemosaurus, which I consider the Mecha Hemosaurus, because it's like Mecha Godzilla, Mecha Hemosaurus. Mm-hmm. Hemosaurus is pretty much looks like Godzilla. Clock Sloth, I give them credit for not doing the ape. So it's just like a big lumbering yeah. sloth. And then a salamander. It kind of looks like the others, but it's a salamander. So, you know, it's How fast different. is the sloth? It's actually pretty pretty fast. I mean, it's not like uh, super slow. Everybody kind of moves about the same pace. So okay. you don't have anything like that. Now, they play similar, but they all have their own special abilities. Like your special ability is kind of like your, your big move if you want to do maximum damage. And you can unleash devastating damage on the screen. But you also have to make sure you got enough energy in that, that meter of yours because you can get... It'll help you get out of a jam real quick. Because okay. if you're getting overwhelmed, you can hit that button and the Hemosaurus will just... And then it's like sound waves just rippling through and then everything around you will start to collapse. Uh-huh. Uh, the clock sloth actually slows down time and like this big burst of energy. Uh, okay. So... I didn't, the, the only one I didn't get to see and didn't actually play with was the Salamandra because the autonomous Hemosaurus actually has a missile and it'll shoot it out and just, you can target it somewhere and maximum damage there for sure. Uh, the music by Sean Daly fits with the aesthetic, has that um, 8-bit bloop, 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 kind oh, of tones okay. yep. to it. Very reminiscent of like music from the NES days. And... While I did enjoy the tunes, okay, hear me out here. I did enjoy the tunes. I couldn't help just get this thing in me where I just had to turn it off and then go to Spotify and then turn on some legit Godzilla music and just hear and I'm just yeah. smashing through and it's like legit yeah. Japanese Godzilla film movie mm-hmm. music and I'm just like this fits. This, this fits. This is better. Yeah. Not again. Not to, that's not to dismiss him. That's that's just my own yeah. nerdiness. Yeah. Just saying. Wouldn't this be cool if I could just you know yeah. play with that music? That wouldn't that be awesome? It was awesome. Yeah. So it just seemed like the right idea to me. Anyway, the only hiccup I had in the game was while I was playing with Katrina because this is a local co-op game. You can do that. Oh, Two players on the yeah. screen, just like you can do four if you want to do that as well. If you've got oh, four okay. people laying around. We got into a bonus round, and through the story, you get uh, bonus rounds where it'll just say, hey, destroy uh, this, however many helicopters within a time limit, whoever does the most damage wins, and uh-huh. something to that effect. Well, at one point, we were tasked, weirdest task I've ever seen, we were supposed to hug and cuddle four dogs and four cats. Aww. Because we love the, we, we're not going to hurt the animals. We just, we're loving them. So... Mm-hmm. Two buildings, people walking around, and then people like to stick their heads out of the buildings, much like in Rampage, but it's a lot more frequent here. So you get a lot of people running around. <laughs> so you have to do four dogs, four cats. Okay, so we're climbing, we're, we're trying to grab what we can. But at some point, when we reach maybe like four of one or four of another, the game really just kind of came to a halt. As if we could barely move our characters and it was horrible to the point we were like i think we're gonna have to stop playing we restarted the level several times 
in hopes of you know circumventing that and we never saw it anywhere else it was odd it was just it, in do this it one. again though in the yeah, same oh yeah spot? every single time every, on this le- on this specific level every single time we made it through because i felt like if we could just if we could because you could still play it was just frame frame yeah. Frame like Some it was must, just must need to be optimized a little bit more yeah. in that section maybe. I mean it was just it was really I, maybe it was becoming overwhelmed with all the sprites, but what was odd is I feel like I've seen all. I mean it was no more chaotic than any of the others. You yeah, know? there might be just like a boo boo in the code somewhere or something that he may patch out. He said it's still fairly new, right? Yeah, so. so I'm I'm hoping that maybe we're not the only ones and that he'll eventually get that fixed because. It was just one little thing that could have, we could have quickly ended our gameplay just to be like, I, I can't do that. But we, we right. persevered because it was just like, all we need is like three more cats or three more dogs from one of us. If we can just manage it and get through the level, we'll see if it continues. And once we got through it, it was fine. Well, Never happened again. So just be aware of that level. At the time of this writing, I don't know if it's, Actually, Loving animals was too strong. Way too strong. And I thought maybe it was part of the game. At one point, I was like, is this supposed to happen? I don't know. I mean, yeah. But, Hard to tell, right? Like, is it meant to be more chaotic? Yeah. yeah. So, I have no idea, but I don't I don't think it was meant to, to be that way. Because it was... That was, I was rough. Um, Terror of Hemosaurus may not be for everyone. In fact, those gamers that like to say, keep politics out of my games, should probably steer clear because they are in the crosshairs of this creator. <laughs> he knows the audience he's taking aim at. to make fun of it all, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they probably won't like that. They might like the carnage and the chaos in between, mm-hmm. but the story, like, I don't like what they're trying to say about me or about well, climate change. I was going to say about you. No, you put they'll, yourself in that story. But, exactly. Um, <laughs> the game does enforce a very powerful message through dark humor. I personally would love to see this in a movie. Uh, rework some of the satirical aspects. Maybe take aims at other things like Hollywood, for example. Because it's ripe. I mean, everything's there. It's it's ripe to be made fun of. The dialogue had me... I, like, I lol pretty hard at several times just at the dialogue alone because i was like okay that, that got a good chuckle yeah. out of me just because you you hear it in your head going yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah, hilarious we've we've, we've we've know that person or been to that thing mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's a very short simple game with a clear message and a lot of fun in between i don't know what more you could ask for very affordable right now. I think I paid eleven ninety nine for it. Of course, that was nice. uh, the pre order. Well, it was pre order. I see but... it's on uh, Steam also. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're not one of those sticklers, the game's got to be a certain amount of time. You can probably barrel through it in about two hours or more. Mm-hmm. And then it's a and fun then short experience. Yeah. yeah. And then if the story is not your bag, you just want to do you know destruction. Do that. Do the endless mode. They've got like mm-hmm. you know play until you die. Because it's arcadey, because you have lives. I know we never did get a game over, which I will say I'm proud of. But oh, hey. except in the endless mode, I did do the endless mode. Got I don't know how many levels. Well, I got. you're here now, so I imagine you had to have lost at some point. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I did not reach 40, but I at least got past 10. So somewhere okay. in between. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So if you just mindless destruction, that's all it is. 
and you can have that in endless mode if you want a great story and play the story mode. So I recommend it, and I highly recommend everybody check it out. There you go. It sounds like fun. I like I think shorter so. experiences. So yeah. Terror of Hemosaurus, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. Should be available nice. everywhere you get your games. I don't think it's yeah. on any other, or not on a platform right now. Oh, okay. I was going to say, all I looked on was Steam, so I see it there. You were on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. But it should be on Switch and should be on Xbox, if Ooh, that's your okay. bet. And, and you never know, because like, this is the time of year for Steam and them to have their sales, so maybe mm -hmm. go check it out, because I see the Game Awards sale-ish Yeah. for indies on Steam is on sale right now, too, so you can go check them out! And I know if we need more games in our backlog. Sure. Right, siblings? Like... But two hours, it ain't, it's not going to kill no, you. No, no. I just, apparently I just like to collect the names of the games in my mm. Steam. And that's about it. <laughs> oh, I've so many times looked back at my library going, did I get that? Huh. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm sure I haven't beaten nowhere near other games that I have in there. Or probably downloaded all of them or given it a second thought. Mm -hmm. When I streamed, I was given a lot of keys that I didn't know what it was going to be until I entered it into Steam. So, you know, you're like, well, all right. Okay. Thank you. Anywho, well, that's our show, I guess. Mm -hmm. And enjoy your holidays, of course, siblings. Um, we got one more, yeah, before we're... Uh, we'll have a mini next week just to kind of close the out year. the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, uh, yeah. So you can hit us up sometime on Twitter, maybe for a little while longer, <laughs> um, at Super Mega Crash, or go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art. Stephen puts his time and love into you. Um, you can also support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app and even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Oh, I forgot. You can also send us an email if you like to to supermegacrash at gmail.com. Um, and we're getting good at Discord. Come make us great and join our Discord and chat with us. Links are in the description down below. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey O'Finley. And I'm Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Siblings. But until then... Game on! This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.